Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our body, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can smash the fucking patriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. And on this week's episode, we talk about erotic piercings and try to figure out if we would want to get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Yeah. So first I went for genital piercings. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was that was my first one. So it says that women benefit more from genital piercings than men. And I think that makes sense because it seems like men's piercings are more for the pleasure of the partner and women's piercings kind of focus around the clitoris and you not you don't actually ever get your clitoris pierced i feel like right. something i didn't know i didn't know that either and they strongly suggest you do not get your clitoris pierced even though it is a possibility because i mean then that makes sense obviously you could fuck up your nerve endings forever. yeah exactly so the clitoral pier so Clitoral piercing is different from the vertical head piercings. Is that what they call it? V H Yeah, V yeah. VCH. VCH, Vert- right? Vertical. So it goes through the head of the clitoris, the clitoral hood. Actually, sorry. It goes through the clitoral hood, not the head of the clitoris. Yeah, not the glands. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that you could see if you would be able to get one of these piercings by sticking a Q-tip into your clitoral hood? Right. So they suggest... So apparently the piercer, the reputable piercer that you choose to go to, (laughs) will do a swab test and stick a Q-tip through that that thing. Um, And if it's not, like, big enough, if there's not enough tissue to hold a piercing, then they suggest you get a horizontal clitoral hood piercing, which doesn't um, provide as much stimulation as a vertical one. but Because it's not actually against your clitoris. Right. Um, It's, like, across the hood. But you can get, like, a little ball. What do they call it? The ball circle... There's yeah. so many new, so much new terminology that I was learning with this because I know, no, like, I only have my ears pierced. That's it. Yeah, I have, I have my ears pierced and I have my belly button pierced and I used to have my tongue pierced, but then I took it out for like, well, I was in the hospital and I took it out and then it just closed up because yeah. I had to get a uh, CAT scan and so they made me take it uh. out and. It, it closed up that fast, which I guess is really what can happen with these clitoral hood piercings, too, because of the mucous membrane. They say sometimes even if you just remove it at all, it'll close up instantly. Wow. So um, what, I love the names of the, the piercings, the Christina piercing or the Venus piercing. <laughs> this one is just purely aesthetic. It doesn't provide any kind of stimulation whatsoever. It does kind of look cute, like... It is. Cute. I do. I do like it. Um, 
So it just goes through the surface of the pubic mound above the clitoral hood. And you have to really get in there and get a lot of that, uh, that tissue. So they suggest going real deep. Whew. And that one, too, is actually really hard to heal. I read that it takes three to four months to heal. So that one was really cute, but I was like, what's the right. point? It doesn't. I read it could take yeah. up to a whole year. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. I, I did see a lot of porn stars had that piercing. So I think the point is just like aesthetics, just some shiny. Just get, get vajazzled, you know? You, right. I didn't look into vajazzling. Remember, that was like a thing a couple. I almost got, I almost got vajazzled once. And they offered it to me when I was getting my Brazilian wax. Oh, it's just like little, like those kind of sticker jewels. Yep. Yeah. Like they just use like little glue and it, I mean, it stays on for a little while. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Temporary. You could see, Hey, how would I feel about this piercing by maybe getting a little vajazzle? Yeah. There's also the princess Diana. Did you see that one? Yes. Okay. And also like, I didn't look it up, but princess Diana didn't have that. Did she? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Is that so, why like, they had to kill her? Because <laughs> she had a... <laughs> what is it? It's off to the side. Yeah, that one was really cute, too. It was, like, on... E and sometimes you get two. But it would almost be, like, if you're... You know, I, I just have, like... Oh, I also have my nose pierced. You do. It, yeah. You're but, a piercing expert. Um, so I have... <laughs> But it would be like if your nose were your clitoris and you just pierced both sides of it. Right. I think that's what the Princess Diana is. Yeah. Whereas the uh, septum piercing is more equivalent to the clitoral hood, if we're going to use the nose to clit analogy. Yes, I like that. That is that's that's very helpful. <laughs> um, so for the the horizontal clitoris hood piercing, they say if you have like a prominent labia majora, it may be uncomfortable. So you really got to look into your own body anatomy, and see, and obviously get a really reputable piercer. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, too, and say you might want to consult with someone who also has female anatomy. Like, I, I would personally, I mean, for a lot of reasons, I would probably prefer a female piercer. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, for comfort, but mm -hmm. also, like, they know more about, about it. Right. Did you read about the triangle one? I thought that one was interesting, because that seems like the one that you get the best, like, stimulation. Um, it says it... The healing time is not that long. So that's like a horizontal piercing through the base of the hood, and it goes underneath the shaft of the clitoris, and then, like, the ball kind of, like, rests on it. Oh, that's nice. It's like a door knocker, I guess. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> oh, it's me, your clitoris. <laughs> oh, and the good thing about the triangle piercing, too, is that it can stimulate... Uh, your vaginal and, and anal penetration because the internal parts yes. of the clit extends downward to encircle the vaginal canal and reaches toward the anus. So that seems like the best piercing if you're looking for, like, enhanced sex life. Also looks if cute. Yeah, if you're a candidate for it. And right. I was thinking, like, I bet piercers have so much knowledge about you anatomy. know, our anatomy that we didn't mm -hmm. have, you know, just from doing this job. 
I also saw the one that was the four shit. Did you Ooh, see that one? No. So that one goes, and I guess not everyone can get this one either because not everyone has it. But like at the bait, at the very bottom of your labia, like towards your asshole, uh-huh. there's there sometimes an extra little piece of skin. So it would be like a little, it'd be like a little diamond in the rough there, like on like opposite of where your clitoris is. Okay, at the very base of your vaginal opening. Yes. Okay. I don't, but I would definitely not do that because sometimes that I get like little micro tears in that area me when too. I have sex. So I can't imagine getting fucking pierced down there. It's going to just crack me wide open. I know. <laughs> I, if you have that happen, I wonder if that makes it like I have that happen to me too. And then it'll be very irritated. Yeah. You got to look into what that is or how we <laughs> stop it. It's probably more lube, is probably yeah, the answer. Yeah. More lube. And me, because on, and I was looking into like, uh, what are the dilators? Vaginal dilators. Maybe, maybe you got to dilate my vagina. I don't know. Ooh. I was looking into that because I was looking into anal sex. And I was like, why can't I do it? Why, why is it? It seems like really hard for me. <laughs> it fucking hurts. But then I watched this whole video um, and it was like, oh, yeah, uh, anal sex porn stars, like they dilate their assholes. Like it's a process. It's not wow. just easy in and out. And she was like, you don't automatically become an anal queen. I was like, that's right. I'm not an anal queen. Sometimes you see, too, they're assholes. And, the, <laughs> like, I've seen videos before where I've been like, is that? Like, I'm never sure if they're entering the asshole and initially if they get, like, real close in because they can be so large. Yes. But I don't need a bigger asshole. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm a big a, enough asshole. <laughs> I don't want a bigger <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Um, Are there anal? We didn't look if there were anal piercings. (sighs) Probably not. I didn't even think to look that up. I bet there's got to be somebody who has pierced their anus, but I I feel like it's not like a very popular piercing. I'm Googling it right now. Okay, good. Just so you know. So, so yeah, so I think that those are all of the, oh, and then you can also get your, your labia pierced. Right. Either your inner or your outer Mm -hmm. labia. I would do, the, like the outer seems safest because it's like more cushion, you know, it's a lot more tissue there. But again, that's just for aesthetic hair. reasons. Right. Yeah. So I looked up like um, partner pleasure, the best piercings to get. Um, mostly this is associated with friction depending on the position. So the Christina and the horizontal clitoral hood piercing is for aesthetic purposes but if you're doing like vulva on vulva action it's pretty good because obviously you're rubbing up against each other um and we already went over the triangle which i would say is the primo clip piercing and they they were saying that even women who really struggle with orgasming that these can actually make a really big difference so that makes sense that's something to look into there, yeah i mean there were definitely I think for me, the reason that it, it, I think they're cute and I they think are cute, yeah. it would be, it would be good to have, um, you know, obviously like increased pleasure from them, but the healing time is the part that really bogged me down about it. I'm oh, like, yeah. can I give up, you know, this much sex for so long? It's like, it, it seems like depending on the type, it goes from anywhere from like four weeks to like you were saying up to, to like a up year. To a yeah. Year. Um, um, yeah, so the other risks are like allergic reaction, obviously, tearing, infection, embedding, 
Like your body just swallows it. So I actually, I have a story about this uh, when I read that. When I was- Do you have a piercing living inside you? This is such a horrible memory that I'm going to share with you. But when I was probably, I don't know, six or seven, I got my ears pierced Mm -hmm. for the first time. And, you know, you're supposed to like twist them every once in a while. And I think I just did some like piercing pagoda bullshit, you know. Um, And then one day I went and looked in the mirror and I was like, I only have on one earring. Like, where's my other earring? So I started looking for it. But then I realized that it was just like these little gold balls and the little gold ball had fallen into my ear and had come over like skin had grown back over the top of it. So I had the back of the earring in, and the and the whole earring was just inside my ear, uh. and it, and this was on Thanksgiving, <laughs> and my aunt Mary was making her famous pumpkin pies that I still make every year, um, and I they were and my family my whole family is there and they're like trying to encourage me through this and they're like you just have to push it out you have to push the back of it Uh, out of the front of your ear and I was crying and crying and I was in the bathroom and they told me they were like if you do this we'll give you another piece of pumpkin pie (laughs) that's a low bar there like what the fuck oh I was fucking thrilled about this offer and so like I just sat in the bathroom crying and pushing this out until it finally did come out and then I ate more pumpkin pie and then I sickened myself because I had had so much pumpkin pie it wasn't a good day so I can't imagine like that was just my ear but I can't imagine if my piercing became embedded in my genitalia (laughs) I yeah, my like I struggle with my earrings already. Like they're they get crusty. I like I have to wear like the special sensitive earring stuff. Like I don't think a general piercing is for me at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so like you're saying, like they can migrate to different places, especially if it's not like connected to enough tissue, which which has happened. That's what like Tiger King. He uses like a little eyebrow piercing that's like hanging on by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely what happens. So imagine that with your clitor. And I did see that, like, because obviously I looked up like images for this and it's like piercing porn and it's just like hanging like weights and stuff on your clitoris and your labia. And it's like, oh my God. I don't, that's not for me, but some people are yeah. into it. <laughs> Yeah, and you can, it can just, you know, get rejected, get pushed out of your body, Mm -hmm. just like anything when you put something new in it. Um, And then nerve damage. But it seems like, uh, honestly, it seems very safe aside from if you actually tried to pierce your clitoris, which most piercers probably wouldn't even say Right, that's what they're saying. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who would pierce the actual clitoris, which is good. And then um, you actually, you can't change the jewelry yourself. You have to go to a professional oh, really? to get it changed because of how fast it closes. Again, like the, and I think that that's a lot of what the migration and stuff like is about is because it's the mucous membrane. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, if you do this and something feels wrong, just like anything else, trust your instincts. You don't want odor, pain, pus inflammation or any flu-like symptoms you might think you have coronavirus but it turns out that it's just your clitoris it's your new clit piercing (laughs) yeah 
and also now's probably not the time to get a clip piercing in general because no don't who's, diy who's a clip do that piercing. for you no 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 you want a <laughs> professional it said that it only costs like 50 to 100 dollars yeah to do which is which that, that seems, seems reasonable it's the same like for a nipple piercing yeah um did you look into nipple actually, piercings because i know I you were kind of interested in them well, after all this, honestly, I'm more into the clitoral hood piercing than the nipple piercing. The nipple piercing. piercing seems like the scarier option. It takes like It does. It takes like what? At at the least 6 months to heal and then a full year to fully heal yeah. sometimes. And you can't touch them at all. You got to be like You can't play with yeah, them. Yeah. Off off limit zone. And that's like my number one go-to Same. of like beginning of foreplay. But that's, I mean, and that's why I liked the, well, I really, aesthetically, I really like how nipple piercings look. Right. I see them on other people. I think that they're They're great. very in and, right now. And what I would love to do if I had my nipples pierced is I would get the chain. That's oh, my Oh, you like that. Oh, I love, I love it. And then that scares the me that though, go, man, it could get caught. Well, I mean, you're just where, like, you're not going to just walk around like that. You get the chain for, like, when you're being sexy. Oh, okay. You, you put on the chain it. then. I see. But then there's the triple ones that go, that it can attach to, to the clip piercing. Hood. I saw that. Yes. Those are so, it's very sexy. Like, I'm very into it, but I don't know if I could follow through. Because 12, and then I was watching this video of this other girl who was, like, three years into nipple piercings, and she said she was still getting crusties Mm-mm. and stuff. Mm-mm. Um. And they said if you're just like with your menstrual cycle, if you have a lot of, um, you know, people's breasts enlarge during right. and before and during their menstrual cycle, and if you have that happen and you already deal with a lot of pain during that time, then like once you get your nipples pierced, that's just going to get worse. So I feel like nipple piercings are really common, though. Yeah, they're they're definitely very in right now. Like the fir- when I just Google nipple piercing, the first thing that comes up is top ten celebrities with nipple piercing, and they're all women. It's like okay, men yeah. get them too though. So you can get like the straight barbell, um, which is common, the horizontal, um, and they do a curved one for inverted nipples. I thought that was interesting. It did. I did read that it was riskier if you have inverted nipples that it, your body's more likely to reject. Yeah, that makes the sense. Piercing. Oh, and then and do they have? Oh, what are you gonna say? Oh, I was just thinking. Do they have ones that? I was just picturing like ones that light up, like you're at a little rave, <laughs> like through your shirt. I'm like, sure, dude. Because well, after this, because I was like, oh, nipple piercings. That's interesting. They look cute. Like I wonder if I could do it. And then I was like, fuck no, I definitely couldn't do it. But then. <laughs> I saw on Etsy, they have like nipple jewelry, which I could so fucking do. It's like $15 and they're just like little rings or little spirals that you put over like your hard nipple and they just kind of stay on there. You can tighten them and they just look cute as hell. And I could definitely rock that. But they stay in place. Yeah. You can tighten it. I don't. You don't buy it. Well, and then it. Oh, so I guess your nipples have to be erect for this. to. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to. Make them stand at attention first and then slip it on. That's the other thing that I've heard from my friends who have their nipples pierced is that your nipples are then permanently erect. That's also what I've seen. And I don't, I don't want that because <laughs> I'm always so self-conscious. Like, I'm not wearing a bra right now. I just put on because <laughs> I was like, I don't even want Grace to see my erect nipples right now. They're constantly erect. <laughs> <laughs> we should say too that we've been. I feel like we haven't mentioned this to our listeners, oh, yeah. but we've been skyping 
to do our normally we record in person. We're but social we're distancing. Distant. Yeah. Look at us being re- we're wearing our face masks right now because you never know what can <laughs> go through the Internet. No. <laughs> it's a series um, of tubes that <laughs> convey viruses. But the first thing I did before we started recording was take off my bra because I was like, I, I'm yeah, not going to be able to make bra. it through this. I, no bras, no masters. Like we, this is not a time for bras right now. This is, yeah, burn, burn <laughs> them if you, if you need them for toilet paper. No, you can make a face mask. Out I, of bra. Yeah. That's real if your boobs are small. Right. Enough. Yeah. If you're like a D that's just going to cover your whole face and then maybe you have to cut out like eye holes. That would be cute. <laughs> Especially if we have to loot. Um, <laughs> loot. But yeah, and if you, so with your nipples, it can get infected. Again, you want to look for pus um, or any kind of hot spots. Yeah, they said you have to be really diligent about cleaning them. So it's like, yeah, they it's were, a whole care process if you're going to get your you nipples. you see the shot glass trick? Shot glass. That you like, you put oh, like salt, salt water. Oh, salt water, yeah, soak that little guy. In a shot glass and then <laughs> shake it. Bot- Bottoms up to those nips, you know? Just do a little shake. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you got to change your sheets constantly. Um, your sheets? What's happening to your sheets? Well, just because bacteria. And you have to ha- wear a clean bra. They recommend bra every bras. day. I only have one bra. I have one fucking bra that I like in the whole world, but, and I'm it's hanging on by a thread. But I saw that there's like a little, you can cut like pantyhose and just put a little like pantyhose guard if you are look if you're a one bra kind of gal and you have to change that out like they said like every 2 hours and I'm like this is a lot of fucking work it's like a pad for your yeah boobs? it's like a just a separation between your nipple and the bacteria on the bra wow i did look into the history of nipple piercings Ooh, which okay they said that they think uh probably came about in the mid 14th century damn there yeah, there was a um, – oh, I got to find her name. I didn't put it down on here. There was a woman who was, uh, I think, a princess or a queen or some shit, and she um, – oh, here's her name. Queen Isabella of Bavaria. She made in fashion some very, very low necklines, mm. and so um, that's when they started to do – and they did, like, the chain connection – for the nipple piercings in the 1890s, they were popular in Paris and they were called bosom rings <laughs> and they were touted for being, um, for making the nipples larger. That is one thing that, that I saw that they were saying, maybe it just makes them appear larger. I don't know how it could actually enlarge your nipples. Um, I don't know. I just inflammation, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> they're just puffed. They're just puffed yeah. out. They're like, get this out of here. <laughs> It just, it just seems, I think I told that story on the, and I did tell that story on the other episode. And in fact, I was quarantined for three weeks with the, uh, the cousin of my husband who ripped out his nipple piercing and (gasps) sliced his nipple in half. But you know, that's another, that's, that's been the main, I've wanted nipple and my nipples pierced for a long time, but that's always been my deterrent because like the clitoral hood piercing isn't just going to. My my clit just not gonna like get caught on something that I'm walking by. Or right. Whatever, yeah. But. You just have to be careful when you're putting on clothes. But I mean, I could picture Jesus Christ. I mean, I just got a puppy, and he'd go for bitch, that. Mm-hmm. Fucking, he bit my. He already has bitten my nipple. But then the other day, I leaned down with no shirt on because I can now 
practice social nudity. Yeah. No, um, it's acceptable. Distant nudity. And I just leaned down, so my boob was like really, you know, out there. And he just <laughs> jumped up and like clamped the whole motherfucker. <laughs> if I had had a nipple piercing, it would have been gone in an instant. Oh my god, the goose is loose. He he's trying to get that boob. Yeah, I think that my cat, too. My cat bit my nipple one time. Well, that I could see Archie, for cats, Archie. too. Like, you know, they're just pawing oh, it just at it. seems like a dangling. fun toy. Yeah, yeah they're going to love that. So, yeah, so those, the, that might not be my main. And some people make it seem like their nipples, like, never really heal up. I was right. reading all these YouTube comments, and some people were saying, oh, mine were, it was great in a week. And other people were saying, but you can take it out. Mm-hmm. You can take it out so, really easily. So that's good. And it'll, and you can breastfeed. I know. I was surprised by that. Well, the, so with, the, with the jewelry and they said with the, if it's the barbell. Right. So the only thing like that could cause some complications is scar tissue. And that could prevent milk being expressed from the nipple. But yeah, it seemed like it's, it's pretty doable. So that's good news. Yeah. And, and they um, don't go off in metal detectors. That's one of the common like Google searches. Well, my nipple <laughs> piercings go off in metal detectors. But you know when you're at the airport, oh, they're seeing the shits it. Can they can see? Because you're going but through I the mean, whole 3D thing. Yeah. Fuck it. They say that they can see you. I don't know if that's true, but they say that they can like see your like body pretty well. Yeah. With those things. Um. Oh, another uh, option other than piercings, besides the jewelry, I saw are these like really intense magnetic balls that you can just put. They, they're like fake barbell. You put them on the nipples and it kind of pinches them. I think it kind of gives it a weird look, though, because it, it, it looks like your nipple is pinched. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember that they used to sell those at Hot Topic. I was going to say, if back. you've been to Hot Topic, you know what these piercings look like. <laughs> And I totally had one of those when I was a kid and then, like, pretended like I got my nose pierced or something. Nice. Which I don't know why because I don't think my mom would have given a <laughs> shit. She let me get my nose pierced when I was – or my tongue pierced when I was 15. That was all the rage when we were younger, 90s kids and tongue piercings. I remember that after I got my tongue pierced, the piercer told me in front of my mother oh, no. that I couldn't give any blowjobs for three weeks. And it was at that a guy. stage of my life – no, uh, yeah, I would assume so. I think, yeah, I think it was. And I was like, I not like there were like no smoking marijuana and no blowjobs. And I'm like, I've never at that point, I had literally never given a blowjob. So it was unnecessary advice. Right. I mean that because that is like the general consensus. It's like, oh, it's for fellatio, <laughs> you know, if you do, if you do get um your clitoral hood pierced, though. You have to wear condoms once you even can have sex again. What? You do have to wear condoms. What? It says why for not not forever, but until it's fully healed. But I wonder if bacteria? that works like with female con like female female <laughs> the diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder if that works with female condoms too. And like they said, no, you know, yeah. touching. Sometimes I do. I have to say, like if I'm getting fingered, it does. I do think like where have these hands been or have they been washed? Oh, I know for sure a lot of the time they have not been washed recently. <laughs> <laughs> like don't give me a UTI, please. Yeah, those hands um, have been on balls like for 24-7. 
Sometimes after I touch balls, I think my hands, even if I wash them, oh, my they hands s- will smell like balls. Oh, for sure day. they do. Balls are just, they, they got a stank, man. So that brings us into the, the male piercings, yes. which I feel like we're going to cover only for the purposes of um, our pleasure. Yes. As is the focus of our show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the main one I think that everybody knows about. Right. Who I was actually talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, I've never heard of that before. Really? For Prince Albert. Yeah, that's the main one. Yeah. But Prince Albert is a real person. I don't think Princess Diana's clitoral piercings are real. But, I don't think so either. Um, Prince Albert was Queen Victoria's husband. And at the time, this part is really disturbing. Mm. There were very tight pants were in fashion. And so they would do something called a dressing hook to hold the penis in place. So that you would get your penis pierced and then you would hook it either to the left or right side of your pants. And tailors to this day still ask you, apparently, like if you're a left, oh, you know how yeah. dudes Do you tuck hang their left dicks? Or right? like, yeah. Yeah. And so they would actually like attach their penises to the insides of their penis. Jesus, why? Just let it hang. I don't understand. I know. Um, Binding. But yeah, so... So Prince Albert's real, and that's the piercing that goes through the underside of the head of the penis into the urethra. I know. I didn't know that. That fucking, that seems so scary. And then out through the urethral opening. Yes. There's also a reverse Prince Albert, which is just like that, but the other way you go, you go in through the, um, in through the head. And out through the under. And apparently the reverse Prince Albert is better for vaginal and clit- clitoris stimulation. I Have you ever been sexually involved with someone with a male <laughs> genital piercing? <laughs> Not sexually involved, but my old weed dealer had a Prince Albert. And I'm assuming he showed it to you because they have to whenever they have something. I kind of demanded it. You're like, must. I was this. like, how can you yeah. tell me this and not show me? I I had I've seen them before too. Uh, one of my partners did have one, but not at the time that we were having sex. He removed it, but he did it himself. Oh no, which is fucking psychotic. No, 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 no. It's fu- He also is the person who pierced my belly button the first time, but then I had to get it done by a professional. Wow, dude, that's scary. Yeah, I was fifteen and dumb. Yeah, I was just like yeah. here, <laughs> laying on the middle of a living room floor, like. Here, pierce my belly button. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that one can be good because it can, um, you know, it can stimulate. It's just like extra stimulation. Mm -hmm. Although it does, it sounds painful. But I also worked with this guy who fucking weirdly would tell people that he had his dick pierced. And I'm like, why are you sharing this? This is a, we're in an office environment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, can, I thought the, did you see the, the frenum piercing Jacob's ladder? I thought that one was kind of yes. interesting. It's kind of, it's basically like the underside of your tongue, you know, that little skin part. So that right under the shaft, just under the mushroom, the mushroom yeah, tip like where yeah, on the shaft. Um, I actually it, think that one doesn't look like it would hurt that much either. Right. I think of it yeah. like, cause it's just, it's you know. just through like the little skin there and and some people get like three or four and it's like a little ladder you climb up. I don't know. Yeah. And that could maybe feel good inside. Maybe I, it could go either way. Yeah. 
The perineum the, piercing. You see that one? Where it's like piercing on the gooch. Oh, I was like, isn't that just the gooch the piercing? Gooch. That's what I. That's what I have it written down as. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I have perineum and then gooch in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> give me the gooch. Give me the gooch. Um, yeah, that's so. That's between. So that's the closest thing to an anal piercing, I guess that you yeah. could say. But that that actually that one's adding pleasure for that seems for like the that's male. the most pleasurable for right. the male. And that one seems like the most dangerous to get caught on shit. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, all these like penal uh, piercings just they look scary. Honestly, they they look terrifying to me. Um, the magic cross. So the Prince Albert, the reverse Prince Albert gives the most pleasure for the clitoris and uh, penetration. Um, the magic cross. Did you see that? It's like two to three piercings, two barbells crossing each other with four beads poking out from under the skin. It's the head of the penis. It, l- it looks gnarly as fuck. Um, but that apparently is supposed to really contribute to vaginal and clitoris and anal stimulation. Uh, so that that one is good for your partner. It looks terrifying, though. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about that one there's some of these names that i can't really even say oh well, you talking about the a there ones was, yeah yeah ample amplang i know i was wondering if those were like a different language or um they're actually yeah southeast asia is where okay. they started those uh but i'm not sure which language and then and that one goes like straight through the head horizontally like straight through the head of the penis yeah but they said that one's probably not that pleasurable, which I can see because why would you want like something like when the penis is trying to get in there, you don't want it's it just seems like it would get maybe caught like on the you know, the walls, right. the sidewalls. Yeah. Or on the labia. And then the other one is the apodravia. That, yep, that's how I would say it. Um and that's straight through the head. But vertical. But vertical, yeah. Yeah. And that one goes straight through the fucking urethra, yeah. too. I, it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. But that one doesn't, that one seems, that one's supposed to be more pleasurable because they say that it can hit the G spot, which makes sense because it would mm. go up. Yeah, sticking up there. And then your scrotum. I mean, not your scrotum. Mine? One scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one, people put the weights on it to try to Ugh. last longer in bed. Yeah. So if you have somebody who's just like a premature ejaculator, you could discuss this with them. <laughs> so, like, the wrists but. are the same. Uh, but this one is, like, injury to your partner's genitals, obviously. You know, so that's something to think about. Um, increases your risk of STIs, probably because you have, you know, it's open skin, and bacteria can get in there. UTIs as well. Infection at the piercing site, and uh, the tissue can reject it. So... Same thing. You just really got to do your research and see if your body is able to handle these piercings and if it's right for you, if it'll be comfortable or not. Yeah. And And your partner. You got to take them into account, too. If for some reason I know that I'm already going to be without sex for like a a, like, let's say my husband's already going away Mm -hmm. or something, if he can ever go play music in front of people ever again. Um then I think that I would honestly, like, I would maybe consider this clitoral hood piercing. I would have never said that until I did this research, but 
honestly, like, the level of pleasure that people seem like they get from it seems pretty awesome. Yeah. But it would, it, I would be concerned, though, like, what if you're just sitting around, like, what if I became inappropriately aroused? That, well, that was the thing about, like, the actual clitoris piercing. They said, like, it's dangerous because it can damage nerve endings, but also, like, women just become, like, aroused and it's, like, uncomfortable and un- uncontrollable because it's on the, the clitoris. So that is a risk you well, take. Right. <laughs> well, right, because you know when it's gone too far. Like, sometimes pleasure is too much and then you're just like, ah! Right, like, uh, I like easy, uh, kind of slow clitoral stimulation, but if you just, like, start banging that out right away, then it's like, okay, I came, my body can't handle it, like, I'm done. I'm done for the day. And then I can't feel anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, it's a fine balance, (laughs) but we would love to hear from people if, if you guys have experience either with personally having these types of piercings or if you have had a partner that has them and I just want to hear I really want to hear people's experiences with this me too because that's a whole new territory for me I mean I know I know a lot of people with their nipples pierced and I feel like I've I on I honestly have heard good reviews but are the people with the horror stories going to bring that up in polite company (laughs) you know (laughs) I don't know yeah and at least and at least the option with all of these is that they are super removable. It seems like especially with the clitoral piercing, that one heals right back up. Like that's yeah, not it's not an issue. Yeah. Whereas the nipples because that's what happened like after my botched belly button piercing is that I felt then I felt like I needed to get my belly button pierced professionally because it just had like a weird scar mm-hmm. and the reason why I still have my belly button pierced because I, I'm not 16 anymore. It's not as I don't know. It feels like the older I get, the weirder my belly button piercing becomes to me. But <laughs> I I keep it because my belly button looks so fucking weird without it. It does? Yeah, because there's just a little, little butthole in there. <laughs> you know? I'm not that into it. And I like, oh, and I like the dangles. We were talking about the dangles on the nipples. I've yes. gotten, my, my belly button ring used to have like a little sun on it or some shit. That sounds cute. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, but then that shit would get caught on mm-hmm. everything. And even, even my to biggest this day, fear. like, high-waisted pants, people love them oh. these days. They're in, but they don't go well with the belly button yeah. piercing. Every once in a while, you'll be sitting down, you know, and your, like, stomach is folded over. And then you stand up, and it gets caught on something, and you're like, ah. Yeah, it's it really... makes sense because, like, belly button piercings, tongue piercings, and what do they call them, hip huggers? All 90s mm-hmm. shit, like way as yeah, ideal look how pants. I was so hip. <laughs> you I were. Was so, you had it, it all. It was happening. My ass crack was hanging out in every <laughs> pair of those hip bugger jeans I had. Every time I couldn't even move at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but I was looking, so I was looking to alternatives for um, tongue rings and, and nipple piercings. So they have this tongue ring. Um, that's a vibrating tongue ring and it's just kind of like it's it's from adam and eve and uh it's just like a silicone stretchy gel kind of thing you just slip it over your tongue and does the trick sounds cool oh you mean it's oh so you don't have to you don't have to have a a tongue piercing but it kind of it's that same kind of effect but vibrating the last time i tried to 
put a tongue ring back in my mouth was for my wedding night. I was like, I'm really, I'm going to buy a vibrating tongue ring and then, you know, use this as a special treat, but it wasn't happening. And then I've looked into getting my tongue pierced again, but then they have to go straight through the scar tissue. Mm. And I guess it's much more painful the second time around. Honestly, my tongue getting pierced hurt like not at all. My nose piercing was so, I mean... My nose piercing didn't, it wasn't like it was painful, but like I, I cried like a single <laughs> tear just because uh, like it's just such a weird thing when yeah, it goes through yeah. your nose. And it was uncomfortable, but the tongue piercing, I was like, is this even happening? Right. They, I, I was surprised by that. They were saying like it he- heals super fast, which you would think it wouldn't because it's in your mouth. It's like saliva. There's bacteria, but apparently it heals super fast. It's not that painful. Uh, you can develop a lisp, or I've heard if you already had a lisp, it fixes your lisp. There's a lot. There's just a lot of, a lot of anecdotes. That's not. That's not true. I <laughs> there were I know there people some... who have had lisps before, and they still have them with them. But yeah, it can sound really dumb, and it can um, chip your teeth, damage the enamel. It chip, you can see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in close. I'm going close to the to the okay. Skype camera right now. But look. Oh, yeah. There's like little tiny, Mm -hmm, like my front teeth, like little jagged ends. Because once you have, and the problem I had with the tongue piercing is that I could never, I bought so many different barbells, Mm -hmm. but I could never find one that the one of the balls wouldn't come off. So I would be swallowing these bitches (gasps) all the time. Are you serious? Yeah, because you can't help if it's there's something in your mouth, yeah, you you're can't help but it. play with yeah. it. Which is which is something I really like about it because I think I need to be like yeah, doing yeah, yeah. something all the time to stay focused. So I liked it for that, but damn. And would I could you like, look for them roll. in your stool. I could <laughs> No. I just was like, it's coming out in the wash and I don't need to worry about it. I'm not, I'm not I wasn't gonna dig it out and reuse it. <laughs> it's like a fun so, like I was putting some fucking platinum shit in my mouth. <laughs> I, uh, but I would be able to roll my tongue and be like, and then I could put the bottom barbell up against my bottom teeth to get like a double roll. So it would like click on the, that was a fancy trick I could do. See, I can't roll my tongue at all. So maybe if I got a tongue ring, I'd be able to. You can't do it? No. Wow. Can you, can you, can you roll it in a circle? Yeah, I I can do that, but I cannot roll my R's at all. I think wow. I just have a really fat, wide tongue. Yeah. And my tongue piercing was back in, like, the middle of my tongue because apparently the closer that you put it to the front, that's what the, this is what they used to say to me, but it just sounds like some sexist bullshit, but, like, that if you're going to have a blowjob tongue piercing, that it's right towards the tip of your tongue, hmm. whereas the ones that are further back in your mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I think oh that my sounds, God. like, kind of made up. Did I ever tell that story about what happened with the about the barbell and the and the blowjob? No, I don't think so. Oh God, here's another horror story. About so you ended up <laughs> utilizing t- your your tongue ring for a blowjob. Well, I mean, I gave blowjobs while yeah, I while had you had the tongue, tongue ring. ring, but but I mean, honestly, like I don't think it's that much of a difference. It's just a little right ball. Right. Like I, yeah. I I don't know. I didn't feel like it put me on some like next level <laughs> shit or something. And that's not why I got it. Yes. Even though that's what everybody said. Right. It was just slut shaming. But then so one time I told you how I would bite off the ball would then I'd shit it yes. out. <laughs> then one time I was giving a blowjob to in this very room <laughs> that I'm in right now. And 
Uh, and like it fell out of my mouth, the tongue ring, and fell down the shaft, or like the, the whole urethra? The urethra. It fell into his penis. And I came up, I reckoned, because I, at first, like, I knew the tongue ring fell out, but I was like keeping, and then all of a sudden I started to like put the pieces together, like where oh, did it go? Oh, he didn't notice? First, he didn't <gasps> notice, but then I, I had to come up and I had to be like, not to alarm you. Just really quickly cough. <laughs> I've oh, there's my tongue. I'm cute. I'm cute. My tongue. Get that out. Hey, hey. Oh. hey, tuna. It's it's exciting. I know. That's so funny. Um, but anyway, so then we had to basically just like you know how you squeeze the last strip of cum out. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. That like we had to just like coax it out. But more than anything, he just you know panicked oh, instantly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it, it was fine. Like, there was no injury or whatever. It was ball side down. But, okay, um, good. You always want to yeah, go ball careful. side down. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> it's, that's a not sexy thing that can happen to you yeah. when you give a blowjob with <laughs> a tongue ring. And no wonder he didn't really like blowjobs. That, per- that partner wasn't a big fan. Yeah, he's probably, probably traumatized. Probably, like, scarred him for yeah. life. <laughs> But anyway, so, yeah, share your stories with us. I hope that nothing that horrifying has happened to you. And um, But if they do, please let us know. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely want to know. And if you would feel comfortable, we would love to share it anonymously anytime. Yes, of course. Because there's got to be someone out there. I don't personally know anyone who has the, has the clitoral hood piercing, but they probably just didn't disclose it to me. Yeah. Oh, I wanted, to, I wanted to donate. <laughs> donate. Um, <laughs> not donate dedicate this uh this episode to fellow cum queen beth o'dowd who gave us this uh this topic because she saw a woman with a clitoral hood piercing and she's like they look badass and i was like we should definitely do an episode about this and of course uh tiger king he's got the prince albert so may he survive COVID 19 yeah all right <laughs> I was gonna say RIP, and that's not yet. <laughs> that's premature. <Yeah. laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week. And if there's any um, specific topics you want to hear about, you can always let us know that. I feel like we haven't asked that in a while. Yeah, but that's a true. lot of our a lot of our topics have come from listeners who've asked us questions. We actually recently had a kumquat, which is what we're calling our male listeners, <laughs> send us a very extensive and helpful list of topic ideas that um I, there's like 14 of there's a lot on there and so we'll have to start going through them we need to do one of one of theirs just to yeah to see because it was it was cool be i thought it was good because it was interesting to see like what questions a male might have mm-hmm. um of things that they've wondered and that maybe we could help help them out so once we get popular enough, we'll be able to do those live call-in Q&A. Oh, I love those I love episodes those. Of, yeah. of the, I've been listening to the reply all ones mm-hmm. through this. Me too. And um, yeah, and send us your, we're always looking for more podcast recommend, or I am. I'm looking for more podcasts to listen to. Oh, I have to recommend, I'll put the link in the comments, Dying for Sex. Oh yeah, I have that on my queue. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. It, yeah, it was good, but also intense and i i don't think this is a spoiler alert because i should have fucking figured it out by the title of the show but like 
it's very upsetting in the end. I may have been listening to an episode in the shower and bawling like a baby and then had to come out and like entertain company <laughs> afterwards. Um, and then I was like, whoa. But, <laughs> but yeah, thanks to Bombay Gasoline for our amazing theme music. And don't forget to like and subscribe to us on any of your podcast platforms. And, and please sh- yeah. share it with a friend during this time, too. Help them get through. We've been hearing from people who are catching up on episodes now that they've had some spare time in their hands. Mm-hmm. So it's some lev- good, good levity in the situation. And it's a great time to try out new sex things. Yeah, <laughs> except piercings. Except That's the only one we that. don't recommend trying out right now. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next Bye, week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.